You're listening to Shared Sagas, an Australian RPG actual play podcast. This podcast features adult language and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. We cut to you three, soon joined again by Nanya, and your new friend, Vandy Nuz, the Chadra fan, uh, is just kind of walking you down the middle of this kind of, you know, Wild West style town. Mm-hmm. You can see the buildings all looming around you. Soon you can hear the distorted cacophony that is the electronic sort of synth music that is coming from the cantina, and <laughs> similar... <laughs> Similar to like a Wild West style saloon, but there are two holographic advertisements in front of the door. Oh, wow. And so rather than, you know, swing the doors open, you kind of just slightly distort the the advertisements as you make Uh your way on through. Does it have like a little sound effect as we walk through it? Like the jingle or the slogan? (laughs) It it does. It does indeed. And in fact, uh, now that you're hearing it, you can also tell that the music is basically like what what appears to be kind of an electronic synth version of like an old-timey. Uh, saloon piano style, <laughs> style tune. The thing I was yeah. just thinking of was like, what if Dead Mouse made the cantina? If if was it Ron Dijandi, the uh, guy who does the Westwood uh, compositions oh. on previous things, oh. did it on an old timey piano and then remixed oh. that into synth. Ben, you have just vocalised something that I didn't know I wanted in this <laughs> Shit. Like, his version of Paint of Black on an all-time piano, but... And so... And so this cantina is mostly just sort of drab, concrete, with, you know, booths and so forth hollowed around, most of which have got little lights illuminating from the tables themselves. So somewhere between a cantina and a nightclub, you know? It's relatively dark in most of it here, actually, because a lot, a lot of the miners live in rather darkened conditions throughout most of their work life, and so don't like a lot of bright lights, uh, apart from the advertisements, of course, which mm-hmm. are still uh, holographically projected on the walls. The bartender, you can see there's a couple of Twi'lek uh, serving people, and there's also a droid as well, buzzing around, giving out uh, drinks and snacks. Vandy takes you over to the, a corner table and sits you down and says, So, did you have a safe trip? <laughs> no. <sighs> what is going on in this goddamn planet? <laughs> well, okay, and you realise that as he as he goes to pull himself into the chair, you see that he actually looks to be wounded. Like, he's, he's kind of moving like he's in a bit of pain. He kind of winces well, a little bit and sort of like... Ah. We definitely don't have anyone who's capable of helping with that. No. Well, I mean, that's a, of course, that's up to Elle, if uh, Elle wants to offer any assistance or no. Yeah, certainly. Um, I'll just say, what seems to be troubling you? Ah, uh, I got into a, uh, a small scrap with a bounty hunter. This place can be rife with them sometimes. It was a case of mistaken identity. <laughs> Is that so? Then where's this bounty hunter now? Oh, I killed him. Well done, at least. Ah, uh, not before taking a shot, though. Ah, uh, I'm getting old. Too slow. Are uh, they... Are you definite that they're dead? Yeah. Security came, picked up the corpse, everything. Okay. I make sure. Okay. Heads up, yes. everyone. Uh-huh. The guard who was taking the boxes that we found... Sort of... And Nanya looks around yeah. the canteen. Who was taking the boxes that we found the spare parts <clears throat> in. <clears throat> How about we... How about we deal with the business that's here first and then we'll talk about the boxes? No, because they have a connection to bounties for people that perhaps fly under the radar that they shouldn't normally have access to. Don't ask me how I know this. That's got to be really problematic for those type of people. Yes. I don't want to talk about it. Really quickly, just following on with what was happening before, did you want to offer medical help to Vandy? Yes, what's the difficulty? Okay. Uh, so he sort of looks you up and down and says, uh, uh, no offence, but are you actually a doctor? Yeah. I am. I've trained professionally. Okay, he just kind of raises an eyebrow and says, a mercenary who's also a doctor. Well, as I said, I don't like to go by mercenary. Sure, sure. A doctor, the, being a doctor was my first vocation. Yes. Ah, 
Oh, okay. And so he unzips his little flat suit and pulls aside. And you can see that there is a, what appears to be an, a, a, a puncture wound. So it isn't a uh, blaster shot. It's some kind of bladed weapon uh, clearly punctured him pretty badly. Okay, it's, what's the difficulty? Okay, uh, so the difficulty is going to be two. No, wait, sorry, one. Yeah. One. So vibrant eyes so and things like that, that uh, would make this kind of wound? Yeah. Okay, um, it just hasn't been yeah. shanked. Um, so one success and two advantages. Oh, fantastic. So yeah, you, he's, so you do that and you do it really well and actually really painlessly. He says, hey, hey you've got uh, you got good hands. Uh, are you available for hire if I encounter any more unfortunate accidents? Oh, certainly. If you find yourself needing treatment, please just contact me and I'll see what I can do. He says... Hey, listen, I'll tell you what, I'll uh, I'll take you up on that and I'll do you one better. As a thank you, I'll offer you, I have room four in the cantina, a hostel. I'll, uh, I'll give it to you while you're staying. That's very generous of you. Oh, no problem, I'm not using it right now and it comes in handy. So, anyway, on to the task at hand. So, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, uh, but this particular, this particular mining moon has got a rather interesting political setup. To explain, it was recently discovered by an independent mining company. It was occupied by a guild of smaller mining companies who and, and surveyors who managed to find it. And as it turns out, it's really rich in several, several minerals and resources. So naturally, unfortunately, the Empire took an interest in it not too long after. And, well, they sent a planetary governor to oversee everything. He's a Powan. You familiar with them? So Powans, by the way, are one of the few alien species that the Empire typically uh, hire uh-huh. and, and when work with. Uh, they are that sort of tall, pale-skinned, ridge-skinned species with with fangs that uh, was that Australian actor in episode three yep. from the banking uh, guild yep. and they're also uh, actually at the present time uh, uh, the Grand Inquisitor is, is one, yes. of, this, oh, is one yes. of this uh, okay. species um, as well what's the, what's the species again though? sorry I pronounce it Powan but it could be wrong it's P-A-U apostrophe A-N Powan yeah that makes sense yeah so they're these gaunt humanoids with sort of grey f- that's, that's it furrowed skin and mm-hmm. sunken eyes they have sort of long spindly um, nothing comes P A U sorry P A U apostrophe A N yes this dude oh weird yes yes yeah, yeah. yeah I got him yes so and so he, he came and he was uh, he was very reasonable he he took over duties but he's in an unfortunate position where all the local populace and the mining companies outnumber uh, his particular uh, imperial security company his particular security company by about five to one sorry go ahead no I was just gonna say they uh, their planet is the one where um, in episode three Grievous was hiding out yes, yes. Ah. correct yes they have a they are one alien species that the empire is much less prejudiced towards they they can often hold positions of, of semi-importance in the imperial structure. One of the one of the very very few alien species that do. So the fact of the matter is, he had an unusual position where, yes, he had the imperial blessing. Him and his security company were given imperial sanction to be in control of the mining. And but the fact of the matter is, he also had to allow for the other independent guilds and mining companies to mine in their sectors as well. So he oftentimes would allocate certain regions of the planet to be mined by the empire and then of course other sections of the planet to be mined by the other companies all seems very fair in theory except for one thing by sheer happenstance and luck it just so came to pass that all of the plots of land that were given to his company with the imperial contract happened to come up with Oh, I'd say about 10 times the actual findings. Now, this should be impossible. This planet is new and has not been adequately surveyed or researched. He he should not know where all these locations are. But with unfailing accuracy, every time that he allocates a particular section of the planet for the Imperial mining, it comes up a winner. And other places muster their dismay. After a long, long time, eventually maybe find something. So, 
The fact of the matter is, it's unfair and tensions are rising. Now, here's the problem. While a revolt will certainly occur if this continues, it's not really what any of us want, and Isotech wants to keep everything peacefully here. But uh, distributing the goods or the, or the lucky findings between the Imperial Company and the other mining company will keep things at peace, but will also ensure that Isotech uh, still gets to come here and trade in supplies. So. We've done some research, and after quite a few months, I've managed to get somebody on the inside of the governor's security force, and I have an answer as to how he's doing it. It's an artifact. You see, Ziran Ludd is the governor's name. Thank you. Ziran Ludd is a collector of antiquities. He is obsessed with the long extinct uh, locations of the past, particularly those ancient locations of interest to the Jedi and Sith, and other force-using traditions. Face is blank. Blank, yes. <laughs> he says, never heard of it. Never heard of it. He has really quite the small museum, a collection of artifacts, which uh, are not necessarily of use to anyone, but to any archaeologist would be, well, uh, incredibly valuable indeed. I know for a fact that there is one particular artifact, like a, a holocron, which acts as a planetary survey. It allows you when using it, to scan. Do a deep scan of a planet for precious minerals and resources. I believe that in ancient times, the Sith Empire did it at a certain point in order to find resources quickly to build their fleets of warships and so forth. And I think they also tried to use it to find more obscure kyber crystals and other things that are of particular interest to them. So, he has this artifact, and he keeps it in the museum on his space station. Ooh. Your job is to steal it. <laughs> I'm not laughing at character. No. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I feel like I've realized whose who's story beat you rolled on. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> this is, this is, so, I know what you're thinking. Who wants to go up against a security force that has Imperial Contract and Sanctum? But we have a couple of things that may make it a little easier for you. First of all, there's a lot of information that I've managed to obtain from my man on the inside. First and foremost, as you may or may not have encountered or be aware, there's also a significant pirate force, Kiza's Raiders. Yes. Oh, we're right. familiar. So she's active in the region, not just this system, but a few neighboring systems. Uh, she seems to be able to navigate them quite quickly, and in fact, I believe that she keeps her main base of operations pretty close to here. So, Ziran Lud is growing increasingly paranoid about an uprising, so he's taking precautions to discreetly or not and discreetly increase his security force. Now, he can't do this overtly because if he tripled the guard on the ground floor, that would just escalate the situation and the revolt would come a lot quicker than he wanted. So, we know that he has made an arrangement. He has made contact with Kiza and is looking to negotiate a truce. And I know that a group of her pirates are present on planet right now awaiting for a meeting that is going to take place on her ship to see if it is possible, if you consider yourself uh, martially competent enough, to take out these pirates and maybe impersonate them to take the meeting in their place. Otherwise, he is a known, as mentioned, obsessive with any ancient archaeological artifact. So, if you were to, oh, I don't know, uh, pretend that you have come upon such an artifact to sell, at the very least he would give you an audience to hear your case. If you managed to cobble up something of a, uh, what do you call it, a counterfeit artifact of some kind, it might buy you enough time. At least it gets you up on the space station to indulge in a meeting. I'm looking at the sword that's at your hip, the ancient sword. It is an ancient sword. Uh, real quick question. Which one of these will not bring us into direct contact with the head of security because they <clears throat> might know who I am. Okay, it depends on which head of security. There are sort of two divisions. You see, there's his personal bodyguard and she resides on him on the space station. Okay. Never leaves. Not that one. Okay, in which case then you're probably talking about Captain Akin. Uh, he's got the... The tall blonde idiot that rules the security forces in the docking area. And that's an, and that, that, I, 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 that's I, the description. I, I, I only know it's in the <laughs> What color is blonde again? <laughs> oh, yes, 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 blonde, yes. <laughs> to avoid any confusion, he brings up a little hollow image of him. And it is definitely that snooty fellow that you had the uh, the brush with in the... Yes. He... What's his name again? Captain, Captain Akin. Akin. Thank you. With one or two Ks? Uh, A-K-I-N. A-K-I-N. Ah. Thank you. Akin to what? 
How droll! Oh my god. Yes. Sorry, I just turned into a wealthy dowager. He's really having those poor people removed from my country club. I just want to point out he's still got two more dark side points. Tom, I would like to apologize for interrupting you. That's okay. (laughs) Thank you. So, as another possible alternative, it turns out that his bodyguard is uh, suffering from a medical malady. uh, Something that she picked up a while ago. And so she, uh, well, he, on her behalf at least, has become obsessed with, uh, how can I put this, uh, experimental medical technology. Uh, oh. You work for Isotech, which uh, is known, we are known to have certain um, dabblings in that particular area of business. If you wanted, I could put forward and have some, uh, some falsified databases made up to say that you had a new experimental drug. And that might get you an audience with him, and the bodyguard in particular. So the bodyguard is for the uh, governor? Yes. Cool. Never leaves his, well, leaves his side, but never leaves the space station. She's in charge of security on the station itself. So, uh, if you give me an indication as to uh, which of these uh, avenues you would like to pursue, I can do what I can to subtly assist you and give the information and resources that you need. Might you give us a moment to discuss this? Oh yes, absolutely. In fact, if you'd like some privacy, you can go to room four and I'll remain here. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. We'll, let's ask about that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gives you a small key card and says, this will get you access to the room. Real quick. On our ship, there were shipments that were collected by the security guard, Aiken, and that's sort of what caused my run-in with him. Inside those shipments, under a false bottom, we discovered uh, the disassembled parts It's it's useful. to two... Two battle droids. Two heavy-duty battle droids. What? They were being smuggled onto the planet in shipments that were collected by uh, the head of security. Not the bodyguard, the head of security. Incidentally, are you going to tell them about the more overt thing, which is the Trandoshan smugglers? Because so far you haven't actually told them about that at all. Yeah. I don't know if the Trandoshan smugglers are yet associated with the battle droids. Oh, that's true. Okay. But on the other hand, but one thing that might be worth, Jake, uh, let's resolve this part. And then Sorry, yeah, he says, I was in charge of putting in the order of the supplies for, of, of, of the supplies, and there were no parts of, listen, not, he leans forward and says, listen, we smuggle. Isotech are not exactly uh, above board with all of our dealings. As you know, we occasionally do things that are outside the law, but there was no smuggling with this particular shipment. Except there was now. But those shipments now, I'm not saying that he collected them, but... I mean, I'm not saying he ordered them. Sorry, he did collect them, though. So, smoke and fire. Real quick, the pirate queen. Kiza. Kiza. Kiza, does she... There were Trandoshans who were aboard our ship as posing as regular passengers who then tried to... Wait, basically... You, you mean the miners? Yeah. I booked passage for them. They're miners. Okay, you need to figure let's, your let's, stuff out. Let's, wait, hey, wait. Let's not, <laughs> no, 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 yeah. I'm not blaming him. Not no, saying no. he not saying this is his fault. Really? But you're not? No, because you have at the very least been deceived. Because those trend oceans tried to take over the ship and have us Well, they said they weren't gonna kill us, but they were just basically gonna point the ship towards the sun, uh, make off with all the cargo and leave in a uh, escape pod after disabling the other ones. Well, uh, I'm surprised you didn't leave with that. That's kind of important for me to know. Thank you. I um, didn't know you organized all of it. So what I'm piecing together here is that shipments that you ordered have been compromised and have been used for smuggling without your knowledge, which for a smuggler is dangerous. Miners that you have organized have been criminals, a criminal gang working together. Who have you told about us? About you in particular? Yes, us as, as uh, like, have you told people that we will be here or... No, that, that doesn't, that doesn't jive with what we've experienced. The Trandoshans were surprised that we were coming onto the ship and they certainly gave no indication that we needed to be treated any more differently. Yeah, you were, you were, you were a last minute addition. Originally you were supposed to be given your, your new spacecraft. Can you do us a favor and don't tell anyone about us unless it's absolutely important? Yeah, we can keep this whole situation to I, ourselves I and now, don't, be, yeah. don't write down anywhere anything about us. Okay, okay. All right, just to be clear, Nanya, we're engaged in... Can we just take this up to room four? Just Please, please. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that to my attention, in case you're wondering. Yeah, just to be clear. Oh, sorry, he, he announced what we're, what we're here for, so I'm reasonably convinced he, he's got decent yeah. upset things to the contrary. We're going to break into a space station and rob an Imperial governor of some shit. We're dealing with a criminal here. Yeah, I know, but my point is... <laughs> we're not writing shit. 
We are not taking notes in a criminal conspiracy. He says, in case you're wondering, the battle droids were not part of the shipment at all, either either overtly or covertly. But if it's being picked up by Coda Settlement Security, then I suspect that uh, Zeron Ludd organized this. Because I know for a fact that in addition to being an Imperial contact, I have a strong suspicion that he is also an ally of the Shadow Network. Uh, streetwise? Yeah, streetwise. Or, I was going to say. Education? Uh, I'll do streetwise because I've got it. Uh, do I need to? Is this would knowledge cover this? We're talking about imperial. Now, honestly, it would be any of any of those. I've got two yellows and one green for education. Oh, good. Yeah, education sounds good. Uh, I've got three green and a yellow, so I don't know how that averages out. Ah. Actually, yep. So the way that how many yellow do you have, Nadia? Two yellow, one green. So Nadia, you roll two yellow, two green. Cool. And you, you, so you two yeah. putting your heads together. So you, you, you'll be sort of assisting her. We'll say that yeah. maybe, maybe you've had some. Difficulty? We're piecing it together. Difficulty is actually only going to be two. Uh huh. Anything else? You, you are criminals yourself, so you'll have a blue die. I have nothing relevant to add to this. Uh, three successes, one advantage. Wow. Okay. Mm. So now you actually know a fair amount about the Shadow Network. So it is essentially a large. It is the largest criminal conspiracy it obviously works outside of the empire and is a conglomerate of several what used to be sort of smaller criminal conspiracies which were all brought together under one malevolent overlord and yeah they're exactly the kind of people that you want to avoid because they would be in allyship with most of the people that you each individually have problems with. Hmm. And you know for a fact, Nadia, from that that extra information, that there are several outer rim planetary governors that they love to get in their pocket because they're outside of imperial scrutiny, but they still have the money and wealth and resources. So you know for a fact that this particular governor would be a prime suspect for them to want to get on board and get into their network. Explains his bounty register. Yeah. It will also explain how uh, an Imperial governor could get these, why he would be able to get these uh, prototype battle droids and would ship them in. If he was concerned for a local uprising, then that'd be a way to increase his uh, security resources without, you know, it being obvious. Okay, so are we going to go into the room? I think it's probably that time. Yeah. So you make your way up into the room. It's a large room and there are overall uh, six beds. Yes. Sorry, there was one thing I wanted to do just before we call it. Uh, Sorry, is he coming with us? No. Okay, cool. He's giving so, privacy. All right, cool. So, so once we go and talk, uh, we're going to go and talk this over. You're, I don't want to use the term burn, but it's about as close as I'm going to get to this. I'll speak to Vandy just quickly. You know have a good uh, slicer who also know, knows how to keep his mouth shut? Me! He says, pointing a little claw to thumb at himself. All right, Aww. in which case, I'll... <laughs> this guy. All right, I'll produce the... Uh, <laughs> Not to brag, but it was kind of my specialty. I'll produce the data pad then. This is what the Trandoshans had on them. It's encrypted. I haven't had a great deal of sex trying... No, a great deal of luck trying to... Yeah, no, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? Success, I think, was the uh, word I was trying to go for there. <laughs> I've had a great deal of success trying to crack this thing. Mm-hmm. He takes it greedily. He's, yeah. His huge bat eyes open up really wide and he, he grins, showing all his fangs. He Le- takes it. The leader of the Trandoshans had this. Maybe it gives us some answers. Oh, yeah. This is classic Shadow Network. Don't worry. I'll have this cracked in no time. And I promise I'll share whatever I find. Thanks, Vandy. Okay. With that, he just sort of plonks himself down, clicks his fingers for another drink, yeah. and starts to, so starts to hack yeah. away. He's amused for a while. Yes. We've given the, we've given the kid right there. Cut uh, to all four of you going into the room. So, as mentioned, it's all it's sort of a dark grey sort of concrete. The ground has got a little bit of, you know, sort of carpet on it, and there are some six beds. There's one window, which you can easily close, by the way. Okay. Uh, well, well, you press a button and it becomes opaque, uh, but otherwise looks out onto the streets and you can sort of see the beautiful vista. Now, now that you're here, and because this particular cantina is sort of towards the edge of the plateau, the actual landscape of this planet is really quite beautiful. You can see that there's a few bits of sort of rocky debris floating through in the atmosphere. What do you call it? Asteroids? Like an yes. asteroid belt? Yes, basically. There, there, there's a small, thin asteroid belt, and you can see, because it's so small and it's relatively close, the space station up in the sky, and you can see the beautiful sweeping kind of, you know, sort of canyon country, but all in shades of blue and purple. So, I assume just to be sure closing the window closing the window locking the door go for it alright so to recap our three plans is that we could try to overcome the raider party and negotiate a truce uh, we'll use the negotiation of a truce as a way of um, seeking entry mm-hmm. we could pretend that we have an artifact that might pique his interest in order to get a meeting and again access it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or we could attempt to offer our services 
to the sick bodyguard that requires treatment. Yep. Indeed. I think probably the first thing I'm thinking is that I want to avoid any more run-ins with the raiders. That seems like one big task to overcome to do yet another big task. Whereas the other two, well, they require more on our ability to bluff and prepare well than anything else. Yeah, I don't like the... I mean, we spoke to them. I don't know how much they saw or knew of us. Or heard of us? Bakiza seems to have remembered you. Yes, it, it's not really so much Bakiza being recognised by them. The idea would be to take them down, hmm. correct? Yes. I, I mean, that would feel good, though. Perhaps, but it's putting ourselves at great physical risk as just step one of that plan. I do like the idea of the inn that we have with a little fellow downstairs that he could say that we're from Isotech with this cure. Hmm. That, to me, seems like the most legitimate front mm. and with any research done into us and our backgrounds you would see that we are in fact employed by isotech rather than us trying to pull off a good pirate outfit or pretend that we have a magical artifact raiders doesn't yeah. get us access to uh areas of the um of the space station uh whereas you're right uh, posing as a member of uh, ice tech might give us a little bit more access certainly at least to the bodyguards that's something mm. but i wonder whether we can spin both the historical uh interest and the medical interest together mm, how as so well Advertise our services absolutely as members of Isotech that may be able to offer some sort of cure for the bodyguard's malady. But you yourself have an abiding interest in um, in Jedi uh, law and artifacts yourself. It might serve mm -hmm. as being a medical specialist gets us in the front door, but getting uh, closer to the governor could well be you as well. Mm, hit him with mm. both. Perhaps we have an artifact, yes, but the nature of that artifact could heal this ailment that the bodyguard suffers from. That's true. And mm. that way we have three kinds of legitimacy. We have the fact that we work for Isotech and we can have... Vandy downstairs make introductions for us. We have the fact that I do have medical training and can speak to that knowledge. Mm -hmm. And we have somebody who is specialised in or, and has knowledge of artefacts to be able to speak to that aspect. Just be clear, mm. you two still don't know yet that she's uh, force sensitive? No, no, we just, cool. I would say we'd probably know that she yeah. has that knowledge and information. Exactly what I'm trying to Yeah. Cool. You're interested in all that old force yeah. junk. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, mm. so edgy. <laughs> Nua's been on so many expeditions uh, for this type of thing. She can speak with as much education as I, as I suspect this governor could. Mm. I think that seems like a very safe and legitimate way of getting us access. Agreed. Alright, from there, we need to find out where this artifact is held and mm. then try and find a way to well get it. If Chandi, if Vandy has a um, uh, man on the inside, it might be that he also knows where this thing can be found. There's some so yeah. some sort of museum, I think, was... I thought it was some sort of museum planet side. Was and it planet the side or space station? I thought it was space station. No, it's a room. It's more of a collection room, you know, yeah. a, a small museum. Yeah, but is, uh, it, is uh, it... It's on the space oh, station. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. I thought, right. I thought the um, museum was planet side. Oh, right. I'm sorry. And I thought no, the... No. Yeah, okay. I could have been clearer. It's so, all... Yeah. So, second thing. Mm -hmm. We've got a way up, but we're going to need a way out. That means we need a ship. I mean... How are we getting off this planet once everything is said and done? This is also a good question. Quickly. Yeah. So we I don't think we can just shoot our way out because the people who control people coming and going, I mean, you, we can still leave, but it would be a lot easier if we didn't have to... Uh, shoot our way out. Shoot our way out. I have another idea as well. If we can pull this off quickly enough and the meeting happens maybe around the same time as their meeting the raiders yeah perhaps it is easy enough for us to pin this on them they are not a reputable group of people and may be easier to do than we think all right i like that idea to be clear uh because this is something you you, you would all be aware of because mm -hmm. you know we, we, we skipped over the details but this is definitely something that the captain would have told you as mm -hmm. with regards to your transport yep. the idea would be that you're you were booked in for transport to the planet yep. and then when that transport ship returned in four days right. that was when you're also booked passage on the way back so, if, you, if you had no other way of getting yep. back yourself so right. okay. you you have passage back but it won't be for four days yeah, it yeah, could so be a lot longer so than you we, want yeah exactly that's yeah. 
yeah. have three days of hiding and of course mining planet so the idea of the pirates taking the blame for whatever we do could work but also is very we would need to make sure that they think it's the pirates and not the random group of people that just also happen to be in the area at the same time yeah so that could either require some preparation for us to plant things in the most appropriate way, plant suspicion upon the pirates, but perhaps another consideration is having a backup if we're able to, quick exit. If we're able to take more than just the artifact from uh, the governor's museum, then that means that we've got something we can drop in the laps of the pirates in order to divert attention away from us. Something that would be easily traceable. Yeah. Either something that they would put a tracer on or something that would be easy to find. Nua would be able to be the best judge of whatever the governor's got that could be easily um, located. Okay, yes, cool. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, sorry, just remind me again. When is the meeting? This evening. This evening. Yeah, that's happening really quickly, so I don't know if we try to do that all at the same time, I, but around that time. I, lo- would I be love there. the opportunity that it gives us, but it, it, yeah, and it diverts security from places that we don't needed looking can i also just in in case it was not clear because the the way that this planet is set up the days are are basically about 24 days and the night time is only about one yeah and so what what they'd be talking about hours hours sorry pardon yeah i was so confused sorry to be to be clear is the case where this evening would be it's the equivalent of the morning here so this evening you would have a good 10, 12 hours before that occurred. Right. So in case you were, okay. in case time was of a concern. All right. Yeah, I think it's going to end up being, we need a way of getting, we need a, pl- need a place to hole out for three days and then make our escape. And that's three days that the Imperials have as an opportunity to put a blockade in place. Or we need some sort of quick exit, ideally from the space station, that gets us uh, out of the system. Perhaps we take this opportunity to meet and greet a few people in the cantina, perhaps see if anybody does have a ship that would be suitable and would happily stay on standby for us. Alright, let's talk to Vandy and see if there's anything that can fulfill that requirement. Good idea. So with that then you're gonna make your way downstairs? Yes. Yeah. I think we've got the meetings And also if we can, maybe not tell him the, the plan. Just for his safety as well as ours. He needs to know enough just to set up our ice tech credentials. That's right. He needs to make the introduction. Alright. Alright. So you make your way downstairs, and when you do, you see that the cantina is largely empty. Suddenly, you notice the only person remaining is a, a handsome twilight man with sort of you know light green skin, you know, scantily clad in the serving in the serving boy mm. tradition of um, of various bars and cantinas, uh, and he is kind of wiping down the bar while sort of straining his neck to look outside the front door, Ooh. and you can see that, our, that there's the shadows of people sort of clustered on the small sort of veranda out the front of the door as well. Oh, is there a fight going on outside? Okay, he nods and says. Yes, even better. It is a quick draw. I love quick draws. Oh, sweet. All right. I like quick draw. I'm a quick draw guy. When you... So you go outside. I mean, I'm not saying that out loud, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm justifying my character choices. So you make your way out the front. Okay, so you can see that there is not only from the cantina, but also from uh, surrounding uh, businesses and residences. There's a good sort of three or four dozen people lining the two sides of the street in a classic high noon uh, Wild West quick draw scenario, you can see that there are three Rodians lined up on one side. One Rodian, the leader, is a a tall fellow with sort of very, very dark, almost sort of bluish green skin, and he's just taking his long jacket off and is handing it to one of his subordinates, uh, a shorter, stockier, muscular female Rodian who has a huge carbine repeater gun, you know, the the Star Wars Mm -hmm. equivalent of a minigun. She takes that and and folds his jacket up, and he just sort of sits there, and he's in a vest, you know, and he has sort of a Han Solo-style get-up, complete with a very, very, (laughs) a very, very sort of cowboy-style blaster setup, where it's like, you know, it sits low on his hip, and he kind of sits there, and he, you know, licks a finger and holds it up for the wind, dust goes past and of course he's versing off against Vandy oh. Oh, no. so little Vandy is sitting there across from him about 30 feet in the middle of this blue sandy street and you can and just looking around you can see Vandy's just kind of sitting there with a, with a, a very nervous looking frown on his face alright I'm going to look to you and 
then look to the Rodian that Vandia squared up against and uh-huh. give you the give you like a like a nod in that direction. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? I do have a plan in mind. You wanna run with that by all means. Right. Okay. Fails check. Um, so who has the highest who has the highest vigilance here? Probably not me. I have a one in vigilance. I have three green. That would probably be Mark then. Okay. Oh actually um, Hold no, on. no 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 I've got have... one rank in vigilance. So what's your total then? Uh, it would be I have three green and a blue. A blue? Yes. Oh, from right. a talent. From a talent. I add one I blue would... dice to all uh, vigilance checks because I have uncanny reactions. Uh, yes, I have three green dice and mm-hmm. one blue dice in a vigilance check. It is a career skill because uh, I have uncanny reactions. Yeah, but you're not trained in it. I am not trained in it. Cool. I've got two green, one yellow for so vigilance. That actually beats it. Okay. To be honest with you. So I will say to you that actually, actually both of you, both mm-hmm. of you actually, you notice that up on the roof of an adjoining building, taking cover behind what appears to be a glowing holographic advertisement sign, <laughs> which actually has some armed personnel. It's been busy advertising for a security company. Yeah. And you can see that one of the figures behind is actually a Rodian with a uh, the equivalent of a sniper rifle. Uh, yeah, yeah. Turned who, on. Who, on Vandy. Of course. He was lying to shut up looking at Vandy. He clearly has a big bounty on him at the yeah. moment. Why is this guy in a cantina and not hunkering down somewhere? Mm. Well, he seems like he's pretty confident, or at least not now. Vandy just seems annoyed at this whole situation yeah. rather than uh, scared. I want to shoot uh, sniper. I'm in favour of you shooting a sniper. Do you want to sneak up a bit closer though? Yeah, I'm going to... <laughs> like, I start to pull my gun and someone's like, no, 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 get closer, you've got time. Um, just, to, just to bring everyone on the same page, can we say that you two that spot that sniper yeah. Yeah. at least nudge your two companions and mm-hmm. just sort of and just sort of point subtly up towards the sniper so all four of you are aware that he's there. Okay. Uh, okay. So, the Rodian just kind of walks back and forward, sort of yeah. holds finger up in the air, and you just sort of say, like, you're almost ready. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. These things cannot be rushed. Well, I will good. have my moment with you, Vandy. You will not rule me of the pageantry. Um, I will, just as, as I'm walking, like call out, like sort of like doing that, like, pretending to be someone else in the crowd, uh-huh. calling out. Uh, and I will basically like, be influencing, if I can, uh-huh. using my uh, innate force ability to spend one white dot, dot to stress the mind of the living, of a living target, and influencing a strain, just to sort of maybe help a little bit, I don't know. Just basically call out like, he's stolen because he's scared! <laughs> what you can actually, Nadia, can you please give me a medicine check? Uh, I certainly can. That's interesting. Because mm. I assume that he maybe isn't able to recognise whether or not his sniper's in place without giving it yeah. away too much. So he's, he's yeah, he's giving his, giving his man time to get set up, and his his back is to him anyway. So yeah. difficulty one. Uh, two successes. Great. So you know Vandy will be at a severe disadvantage for this. Mm. His particular injury has been healed, but with a combination of the painkillers that you have him on and with the particular location in which he was shot, he, regardless of how skilled he normally is, is going to have almost no chance of winning this. He has slow re- uh, reactions. Well. Yes. I would like to help with this, actually. How do, How so? I would like to, just for a split second, enough, enough to basically try and succeed, I would like to do a very subtle hand gesture mm-hmm. and make it seem like he's like Vandy is standing in one place but he's in another. Oh, interesting. Okay, so now can you, would this be against this just the main Rodian? It'll oh, have to be. That, of course, that's okay. So he, so just to be clear, this is similar to a displacement effect, is that right? So it uh, looks misdirect. like he's misdirect. Great, and so how does that work? Am I wrong um, anything? Did you want to wait until it came to the moment where he draws? Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, I've got it. But okay, no, that, it's a good idea though. Let, let, let's see if we can set it up though. So. Absolutely. Sure. We're actually going to need to do that, and both of you are going to need to roll force dice to see if this actually goes off. Okay. Actually, yeah. hold on. If they roll force dice now and it turns out that it fails, there's a notion that we can plan around that. Do we want to wait until it comes to the time? That's an interesting point. I'll let you. I'll let you do it now. I'll. I'll, I'll let you get the ability okay. right. And Ma or Nanya, in addition to causing strain, are you on the sniper? Yes. Do you want to sneak up and deal with him or so, shoot yeah. him in the street? I don't think I have time to sneak up and deal with him. You do. It seems like you do. Look, 
Listen, they're showboating at this point. <laughs> okay, so I will move quickly. Yeah, I call out the thing because uh, I'm just trying to sort of... Psych the guy out. I'm trying to psych him out. I don't understand that I'm actually trying to get into his head. Uh-huh. Sure. And so while you're going to be sneaking up, is that correct? Yes. So I you can do both. Can I not do both, Tom? No, you can't. You definitely can't do both. You can either, okay. you either yell out and, 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 and shout at him or you I can will do the to... more useful thing. Okay, that's totally cool. And now can I ask, uh, Nadia, are you going to be informing any of your companions of what you have observed yeah, with regards... Yeah, absolutely. Cool. I was going to say, we need to assist our new friend here. He is in no position to be fighting this duel. I'm on it. I'll give you the nod. Nula's got this. Can I try? Nanya. Hi. Sorry. No, you're right. Uh, like, like, I'm like sort of halfway already heading towards the thing. What's up? Wait, wait. Actually, no, you're, if you're stealthing and you're already gone, then don't worry about it. That's all good. I, I am not actively, st- I mean, I'm just, I can be not gone yet if you want to communicate something to me. I was going to. Got comms, I was, so. I was yeah. potentially going to come along with you, but. Yeah, yeah come with. All right. Quick. Mm-mm. Okay, so the two of you are going to sneak up to try to get to the sniper? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Totally, My totally cool. blaster doesn't do silence, does it? No, blaster does, really. Uh, does stun do silence, Tom? Stun is, stun is quieter. Stun is quieter enough that it will not make any noise from the rooftop, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. With hey, a- you discovered the setting. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> okay, can so, I be honest, I always knew it was <laughs> So the two of you go to sneak up onto the rooftop, okay? Uh, and so I will need a stealth check from both of you. It's going to be... I- it's actually going to be difficulty one. Yes. Wait, Excellent. who's going up on the roof? Us two. Oh, Us two. sorry. Yeah. Okay. Meanwhile, you, yes. Nula and um, L are down down here. Now, are you two going to be doing anything? Just while you um, while you guys are making your way up to the I'm roof. I'm going to be moving through the crowd. Okay. Positioning myself uh, within range of the Rodian. You can do that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Sounds good to me. So that's that's very easy. He sort of paces back and forth every once in a while. He 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 holds a hand up. He takes his blaster out. He checks oh. it. He just kind of double checks the battery. And he has a look around. So. Sort of Blows into the top of it, tests it for weight, spins it around a few times. Oh, cool. Great. And so the crowd starts going, yeah. yeah. He's, doing, he's doing like a Wild West style show. He's, oh, yeah. He's, he's showboating. He's, he's doing the Johnny Ringo he from is. Um, <laughs> So Vandy is just sitting there. Vandy just kind of like shakes his head. Looking and just, every bit like a dog holiday, including the sickness. Yeah, and just, yeah, exactly. He just sort of rolls his eyes and just sort of turns around and just pulls out a data pad and starts playing the equivalent of a small video game. What are you doing? I'm really waiting to react at this point because there's a lot going on that everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I was thinking of is trying to work out what was around me. As a as a last resort, I was thinking of maybe a distraction oh, to yes. stop or delay. Um, so if there's anything like a siren or something like that, if they've got that set up in the town or, you know, that I could trigger to basically like the equivalent of pulling the fire alarm. Do you want to spend a destiny point? Introduce the narrative fact. Yes, I would like. So there is a very, very large electric, the equivalent of an electronic warning horn, which is actually on, on a building relatively nearby, and it's to warn for dust storms. Yeah. Nice. So when this when this goes off, and it's it, anyone can press it because it's designed for literally anyone who sees a dust storm coming mm-hmm. can just walk up and press the button if needed. Yep. So it will send off an enormous, large kind of electronic blast that will go across and create a very, very loud mm-hmm. noise indeed. Wow. Okay. It's yep. to, so and, I'm and it's positioning myself near that. So you that easy? You walk right up next to it it's basically near the wall of the cantina itself yeah. so soon you are you know once again hidden by the crowd and you're right next to it finger reaching for the for the button to press it um mark do you think we should be using the last two light side points in order to aid the stealth oh no you want it <laughs> i need one uh, don't you roll the force dice for this i wasn't sure if uh, point could feel okay so misdirect basic power at yeah. least oh it um, needs a destiny point to charge it does it well the user may spend a destiny point oh in that case then yeah you should absolutely keep one yes all right fair enough <laughs> if that makes it a guarantee then yeah that, disregard that, that makes sense okay mm. okay so let's go to the stealth check all right so, so three so stealth versus one purple exactly right that's encouraging Four successes, one threat. Wow, Woo! that's amazing. I'm going to say you get so close, you just get to point blank range. So you feel it before I say a thing. Exactly right. That's perfect. And you, sir? I get a failure and two advantages. I am rolling like fresh hot garbage. <laughs> okay, all right. So, so here's how that works. It happens before you want it to. But Ben, you are already so far ahead, or, or should I say Garthen, you are mm-hmm. already so far ahead that you are in pretty yeah. much point blank range when... Unfortunately, you accidentally, Narnia, kick a small rock, which kind of skitters across the roof. Mm-hmm. The advantage will be, if you'll uh, allow a suggestion, that he, he will not react 
terribly. He won't think that it's a, a foe coming out from behind, but will think it's something like an animal or yeah. whatever. Something that needs to be taken care of. So he'll get up and leave the gun there to uh, turn around and investigate, but he will turn around and then, away. yeah, he gets to look straight at the barrel. So there's a Rodian uh, simply dressed in, very, in sort of very light uh, armoured flight suit yep. uh, of, of a sort of dark purple colour, which has got a few little, you know, uh, bandanas and such uh, stripped uh, and wrapped around his arms. Are you, you obliged to tell us if uh, it's a rival or a minion? I, I mean, I, I guess I am. No, up to you. I, I, mean, I don't mind either way. Yeah, no, 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 that's okay. So I will definitely say that this is a minion. All right, let's turn blaster setting uh, to stun. Correct, let's do it. And I'll fire. Absolutely. <laughs> so, one, obviously just one difficulty die. Yep. Uh, because you've snuck up successfully, I'll definitely give you a purple advantage die as well. A blue advantage die? Yes. Thank sorry, you very sorry, much. Sorry, <laughs> a blue advantage dice, yes. Sweet. Uh, that is three successes and three advantages. You take him out. Stun setting works perfectly. And we'll say the advantages if you if you like. Yeah, uh, no, grab him before he goes down. Make sure that he's nice and quiet. And yeah. also make sure that you... Um, yeah, once again, that the, the, the gun is there. The gun is untouched. Yep. It's all set up perfectly. Cool. I'm going to leave him pretty much sprawled right next to it. You just you slump the unconscious Rodian down next to the sniper rifle. Yep. We cut down to you two on mm-hmm. the street. Yes. So, at a certain point, Vandy's just like, If you're not finished, I'm going to go back inside. <laughs> Call me when you're ready. All right. Let us begin. The duel is a sacred contract oh between God. between two warriors. Fucking Meridians. Vandy's <laughs> like, I wish my arm was longer for the jerk-off motion I want to give. Uh, are we sure that we don't want to do the sniper thing, but in the other direction? Nope. All right, so let's go with this misdirect. Let's see how that pans out first right. of all, because that's really going to be crucial here. Okay. So, what happens with this? Walk me through it. Is okay, you... so, because I'm a little iffy myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, my basic power at least is the force user creates illusions to fool those around him. Okay. Uh, the user may spend a destiny point to make a target at up to short range unable to perceive a chosen person or object of silhouette one or smaller. So that's him? That's him? Until the beginning of the user's turn, the target cannot see or sense the hidden person or object. Okay, so you're really clear. It's going to be that, to his perspective, Vandy goes invisible. Yeah, pretty much. So... It's um, going to be a bit but, weird for him. Yeah. But yeah. I do have control. Oh, good. Okay. So, control, uh, the user may alter the perceived appearance of the chosen person or object instead of hiding it. Could I argue that I could place Vandy in a different position? You know what? I If you are spending the destiny point to do it, mm-hmm. then yes. Now, okay. is there is there a role required or is um, this typically just something that occurs? I'm taking a look right now. Okay. I'm pretty confident you'd still have to do it. Yeah. He's just going to get a higher bounty on his head now because they're like, and he's magic. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The target would be the Rodian, no one else. Yeah, it may alter the appearance. Ah, so I change. can see I, this yeah. except yeah. Right. I change Vandy. their perception. I change the Rodian perspective. Rodian's perception of where Vandy is. Alright, so Hmm. Sam, first of all, I'm not seeing where the destiny point comes into it, but Uh, if you go to misdirect, go to the the talent tree. Yeah, I'm on it. Um, That would be page. I got it. So I'm looking at misdirect, I'm looking at control Uh and range, neither of which call for a destiny point that I can see. User may spend a dest. Oh, no, sorry, a light or dark side point. Yeah, sorry. It sounds like you still need to spend the destiny point in order to make the thing happen um, as per your agreement with Tom. Okay. But you still need to make a roll the force dice to see if you get right. a force point okay. to pull this off. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Ah, right. Okay. So I just roll a straight up... Straight one force die because you're force one rating, I'm afraid. <laughs> Two light side points. Wow! wow that's, okay, that, so it works. And because you spend the destiny point mm-hmm. to do this uh, unusual... Yes, please do. Yeah, So that, this is perfect. So to his perception, it appears that Vandy is about maybe five or six feet mm-hmm. left of where he actually is. Yes. So even if he hits, it as a, hits him as a bullseye, hey. he'll be hitting nothing. Who yeah. is five or six feet to the left of where? Like behind the point that is five or six. <laughs> oh no! It's, 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 it's your, yeah. It's corridor. a long, yeah. it's a long Wild West style street. So the blaster yeah. ball will hopefully. So they line up. They get ready. I I want to do it as soon as he. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's fine. You can you can clearly see. We'll we'll say that it can apply for a few seconds, and yeah. all of a sudden the entire crowd goes still, and Vandy just kind of like. You know, using a thumb, just kind of petulantly flicks open his, the, the, the casing of his uh, of his blaster pistol. Somewhere there's a, a whistle that plays, and then they go for their guns. And so Vandy 
goes to grab his gun and is just really slow. Uh, yeah. And this this Rodian is actually really good. Like he's a pretty good quick draw. And so goes to draw his gun and goes to shoot and it completely misses Vandy. But you can see that if he if it wasn't the case, he would have hit Vandy between the eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there's a little bit of glass as the quartz is hit by the blaster bolt. Mm-hmm. At that point, Vandy goes to bring up and shoot the thing himself. And then Vandy's gun completely malfunctions. Oh shit. Just completely shit. Oh well done you. Completely <laughs> so he goes to shoot and then it's like it's like and so obviously the fight that he got in earlier, he had a small bit of injury oh. to his to his to his pistol. So he goes to shoot and the Rodian to his credit for a split second is is still looking in confusion and then blinking and trying to work out what's going on and then just starts to stalk oh. forward. This one I think is up to you now. Yeah no I I, I pushed the button. So you push the button <laughs> boom and so the, the crowd starts to run everywhere. The two Rodians that are with him also just look like they really are just kind of really, really confused and looking around and not really sure what's going on. And so he looks confused for a second, but he definitely has murderous intent in his eyes. So you may do, want to consider... Do uh, Nanya and I have a vantage point and range to be able to hit him with a blaster pistol from where we are? I've got hit him with a sniper rifle that's up here. We could do that. You want to take that on? Mm. Uh, what kind of a weapon is the sniper rifle, Tom? It's heavy, I think. It's heavy. And considering that, that close range can still include a few meters. Yeah. I'm actually going to say that you're at medium range. That's fine. So it'll be one extra difficulty so, die. Uh, medium, yeah, that's right. But medium is, in, is within the range of our blaster pistol. It is, definitely. So it would be you know two purple rather than one. But no, no, you have clear... And, and now, thanks to Nadia, the streets have completely yeah. dissipated. All right. Uh, Nanya, you want to take this one? I mean, for me, uh, my ranged heavy is the same as my ranged light, uh, based just on my agility. I'm rolling um, exactly the same, but we have uh, light side points if you want to bump one up to a yellow. Mm-hmm. So, because if I use the sniper rifle, Tom, then I don't get the penalty for distance to it's actually the same it is actually the same difficulty I should point out it's going to be two purple either way it, yeah. it's just going to be the fact that, the, that this sniper rifle is like it's damage 11 rather than your damage 7 or whatever it is uh, okay uh, now because you have engineered this situation so perfectly I am going to say that all four of you can go before these uh, before these three Rodians can all right. okay. so that's going to be I will tell you that the main guy is a rival and the other two are mooks but they look like pretty well armed mooks alright we'll say that Mark is going to go first, taking yeah. a sniper shot. Okay. It is just a blaster rifle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They all have a scope, so it's nothing special. It's not, right. you know, augmented or upgraded. It's just no. a regular blaster rifle. But it's it's damage nine. Okay, so it's just a little bit more damaging yeah. than mine. Yes. I'm just going to keep it, I guess. No, because it's heavy, isn't it? It's heavy. It's heavy, but you're oh, still... Take it with me. Yeah, well, but you're also still rolling the same amount of dice. So you want to flip a dark side and get a... Flip a light side and get a yellow? Yeah, let's do that. Now, you will have a blue uh, because you are basically firing from stealth. You're, like, yeah. you have, you're completely surprised this idiot. So you're going to the main Rodian. You'll definitely get an advantage dice. Yeah, we're rolling two bubble dice. Yes. Come on, baby. Daddy needs Ooh, this one. Ooh, okay. Oh, my God, you are... Effing kidding me. Three advantages, no successes. You didn't miss, but three advantages is pretty good. I'll give you a narrative option for those three advantages if you like, which is that he is so perturbed by the fact that this shot has come out of nowhere that he's going to ignore the hell out of Vandy and and really is going to be mostly concerned with you. Basically, that will ensure Vandy's safety. He's being shot at. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he might, in subsequent rounds, go for these two armed people. Yeah. But but that'll that'll be... He'll be be so paranoid and so sharply... Can I use that to disarm him? Oh, actually, sorry. Yes, you can. Of course you can. Either or. I mean... I was going for a kill shot, but it accidentally killed him. I do... I I like either of these solutions. Mm. I think both of them are... Up to you. Uh, Completely up to you. If you prefer to shoot the gun out of his hand, that's pretty cool. It's probably worth, though, checking... And I'll look at this while this is happening, but I get the feeling that disarm is contingent upon a success. Oh. You can't call a critical without having hit the person. That's very true, actually. I I didn't see anything about that, but that... If you want to... It just says force the target to drop... Uh, melee or ranged weapon they are wielding. I'll take a look at the book if you want to keep running with the game, Tom. Yeah, okay, I so mean, let's just run I, with then. Uh, it's distracted by. So basically, what it, uh, it's not ensuring the safety of Nadia or Sam because they are armed and they have weapons at the ready or they will do soon. Yep. But it'll definitely ensure that uh, at the very least, Vandy is safe. Bang! The blaster bolt misses him, not by very much, and then just pfft, sends up a few chunks of uh, quartz on the ground, and then it's going to be whoever wants to go next. Um, I like the idea of either Sam or yeah. Nadia going next, just because you're closer. Mm. Maybe Nadia, because you turned on the, the horn right there. Yeah, so yeah. my thing is definitely moving away from that, so nobody knows that it was me that did that. That's okay. In addition to that, I guess I could just 
aim and then try to take a shot with my blaster. You could do. I mean, you can also very easily reach any of the Rodians, either the main Rodian or his two minion henchmen, hench people. But I can, I, I would like to... Shoot? Yeah, is shooting gunnery? No, that's, it's, so that's the thing, you're not, you're not very good with blaster pistols. Your gunnery is like the, like the, the, the big... Got three green in it, yeah. yeah. Big, big guns and a ship. So up to you, you can completely do whatever you want. You're better with your vibrator sword. Yeah, I'm just, I'm trying not to be noticed, so I prefer to uh. kind of stay back and then shoot from there. Oh yeah, And then do they it. won't be able, yeah. From so the midst... One manoeuvre is moving away, second manoeuvre which I'll take a strain for is to draw my pistol. I can't then aim unless I want to take another strain. So we can easily see because you knew that trouble was going down that you could have had your pistol out. Yeah, I had it just kind of by my resting, side. Resting by your side. Uh, you know, you weren't taken by surprise. You, okay. knew, you knew trouble was coming. So you can take a maneuver, a second maneuver to aim. Yep. And are you going to go for the main Rodian or the uh, large female with the carbine repeater or the other uh, male Rodian to the right that has a couple of smaller pistols? Who Who's looking most poised to shoot Vandy? Uh, either of the other two, because they don't have that advantage where they're going to ignore him for now. One of those two might decide to finish him off in the confusion. Uh, the gunner? Yes. So I go for the gunner then. Okay, so you take you, you take careful aim at her and you're going to fire off a shot. So just one purple difficulty die. One? Uh, wow, two failures, two advantages. I just rolled a bunch of blanks. Okay, so uh, now you also have a blue advantage die because once again, like everyone in this first round, you're attacking from surprise. Oh, I already added a blue die for aiming, so I get to add another one? You do, yes. Everyone does in this first round because you re you really oh. are taking them by surprise. Uh, three advantages, two failures. <laughs> okay. So an advantage like that, you can use that to disarm her? Uh, yeah. Hell so, yeah. Yep. So you shoot her gigantic carbine repeater and that's fine. That <laughs> hits that. That knocks it, out, knocks it out of her hand. That's totally cool. Awesome. Well done. Uh, who wants to go next? God, everyone's rolling a bit shit today. Yeah. Uh, yeah I was about to, to say, no, you stay out of my lane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, I don't. Oh, I don't know if I'm far away enough. You're close range to everyone. Yes. I just want to get Vandy out of there. Mm. Um, tell him to get out. Like, you can literally just be like, Vandy, go. Get out of here. Vandy, go. Like, go get. We got this. I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you yell out to him as an incidental. He's going to say, you know, Vandy, we have this. Scram or whatever. That's fine. Yeah, actually, I'll do that. <laughs> okay, yeah, but cool. Yeah. That's, that's um, totally fine. So what I will do, I'll shout that and get behind cover. You can, you can reach them and make an attack. Uh, actually, I'll stay at range at this point because I'm pretty sure I don't want to be um, flourishing all over the place. Um, hey, look, maybe not. Uh, that's that's cool. So yeah. you just take cover, I guess, in the in the behind the corner of a nearby building? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. So that's that's totally fine. You can do that. I mean, if you look, if you do a maneuver to move behind the building and yep. another maneuver to take cover, you, mm -hmm. can, you can totally do that with downgrading your action to a maneuver. Yep. Great stuff. Uh, ben. Oh, excellent. <laughs> uh, I clarified. It looks like, yeah, three advantages, disarms. Yes. Cool. All right. So at the present, we've still got the head Rodian um, who's... Your tension is you have everyone but cover. one on Nula, one on uh, L. Well, no, because they haven't actually really uh, chosen to attack anyone they yet. Gone, they, they haven't gone yet. No, at the, at the present cool. time, honestly, they're all still focused on Vandy. Sweet. All right. Fair enough. In which case, I might go for one of the, for one of the minions then. Sounds good to me. So there's the larger, the large burly female who had the carbine, but that has been yeah. knocked out of her hand. Oh, sweet. There's the other male Rodian who has two smaller pistols. pistols. I might go for him. Sounds good. So two purple dice plus my skill. Yes. Which is two green, one yellow. That is three successes and two threat. And your blaster pistol seven, right? So Six. Yeah, okay. So we will definitely say then that you shoot him dead. Just bam. <laughs> the yep. blaster bolt gets him in the chest. He falls over the ground. Ow! Willem scream. Yikes. Gun flies out of his hand. Uh, two threat. Um, I'll they know where I am. Yeah, we'll just say that they get an absolute, an absolute beat on you. Like they, yeah. know, they know exactly where you are. Maybe you even had to lean out a little bit too far, so you're a, yeah. little, bit, a little bit exposed. So, yeah, yeah, I like that. That sounds good to me. Like, yeah. I still have a maneuver in theory. Oh, please Can I use that to take cover? Yeah, of course you can. You sure they still know where I am, obviously. Yeah, then they definitely know where you are. Sweet. Okay. And so, uh, that is then going to be their turn in whatever order. So it's you guys, then them. 
sorry, the two minions. No, one, one minion. minion. Sorry, here, acting as a as a group of one, is going to actually probably run up to. Does he take cover first? So she is the only one alive. So she is actually going to. So Sam ran and t- took cover, whereas L just took a shot and actually shot her gun out of her hand. Yeah, so exactly. she needs yeah. to spend a minute to pick it up. Yeah, no, no. So what what she's going to do instead is she is going to whip out a stun baton. Okay. A- as a maneuver, and then is just going to charge forward to try to smash you over the head. Now she can't take strain, so basically that's it. So she draws out stun baton, rushes up to engage with you in melee, and is just going to almost crack you on top of the head with the stun baton. And then that's going to be her turn. Then of course the main Rodian, uh, so the main Rodian is going to... He knows that he's being shot at, and Ben yes. is no longer a target of opportunity. This is very true. So he, well, he, first of all, he needs to go forward and pick up his pistol off that's the ground. So that's one maneuver. Uh, then he's going to shoot at Ben I yep. think is going to be the logical choice there. Agreed. He's going to get one black dice because I've got cover, mm-hmm. and he's going to get a second black dice because uh, of armor. Okay, perfect. Um, okay, so he misses you. He, his blast of all hits you, but he generates enough advantage that he, he could potentially give you a black die. So basically, he shoots the corner of the the, the building, yep. and some of the rock and debris just yes. kind of goes up in your face, yep. and so you are temporarily distracted while you get some some rock out of your eyes. Perfect. Uh, but that's it. Sits there cursing at you violently. That's it turn. Top of the round. Who wants to go next? All four of you can go in whatever whatever order you like. Oh, and by the way, in case it wasn't obvious, Vandy does in fact then rush and then just jumps through the holographic window of the cantina. <laughs> a little, a little smoke and a little jingle comes out as he does. Yes. Exa- exactly right. I like the idea of L dealing with the upcoming stun baton first. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, so this big Twi'lek, this huge, broad-shouldered buff female Twi'lek with sort of orangey skin goes to swing down a stun baton in your face. Uh, so, because she's so close to me now, I can no longer fire with my pistol, is that correct? No, actually you can. Pistols you can use close range just fine. Mm. There isn't even a difference in, in uh, difficulty. Yeah. Alright, cool. In that case, um, just because I've still got on me at the moment and this is a bit of a reaction, mm-hmm. I'm just going to try to shoot. Sounds good to me. Just, uh, yeah, one purple die. One purple die. No more, no more blue die. The drop has the drop has dropped. So this is a little better. As she does so, uh, she gets two successes and one advantage. Okay, that'll that will kill her. So describe how you take her out. Great. Basically, as she just runs towards me with the stun baton over over her head. She just leaves herself totally open mm-hmm. and she's a direct moving target that's just coming in a straight line towards me. So she just takes a moment um, and she exhales and lines up the shot and shoots. Perfect. Nice. Catches her straight between the eyes, falls to the ground, stone cold dead. Yeah. Who wants to go next? Relevant to your interest, by the way. Yes. Uh, shooting into uh, engaged by engaged opponent. The person with the melee weapon gets a bonus blue die for their next action because you can't really parry it with a gun. But that's the only modifier. Oh, that is interesting. Sorry, thank you. That's a good thing to bear in mind. I, she I, ain't got I, no next action. No, she <laughs> don't. <laughs> she ain't got, that's good to know. Okay, so who's next? I'll go. Go for it. Sounds good. I guess I take another shot at the... At the head rodeo? Yes. Still have the sniper rifle. Why not? Why not indeed, Tom? He's shooting at Ben right now, but that's okay. You can... Is it still too purple? You can cut in. Sorry? Is it still too purple? Yes. And no, no black, no blue, just straight up. Yeah. Oh, thank God. There they are. <laughs> Successes, I've missed you. Oh my god. It's been so long. Okay, so I have one dice rolled a success and an advantage, uh, which is good because that cancels out the threat and the failure that I rolled on the two purple dice, uh-huh. which leads me with, from my other two dice, three successes. So that's With the sniper rifle. Wow, so you... 12, 12 damage top. Yeah, yeah. So basically you almost take him out. So the blaster bolt hits him in the upper chest, I'll say, actually, like just under the collarbone and just knocks him way back. And, uh, do you have any advantage, if any? Uh, no further advantage. Oh, so just my advantage has been, been spent... By the threat. Okay, sounds good to me. So yeah, you, it's it's a nice clean hit in the in the sort of halfway between the neck and the shoulder. Sparks fly up. He screams out in pain and spins around and almost drops his gun again. And then who wants to go next? Sam, you take it. You're there. Yeah. Yeah. Do okay. it. Okay, I take aim. Kill it with fire. To be clear, this is blaster, not yes. sword. Okay, yes. cool. Bla- kill it with blaster um, fire. Yes. <laughs> no, basically my reasoning for this is if they see me... Um, person with a sword gets noticed. Probably yes. not at the time that we want you to be noticed. Yes, that's it. Keep a low profile. I yes. like it. Let's, let's do it. Okay, so let me go. 
ranged light. That's my agility. And then I got a rank in that, so that's one yellow die. And then, uh, was it one difficulty? One, because you're in close. Yep, you're close okay. range, so just one. Yep. And then I don't think I have anything else. No, that's nope. it. Okay. Pretty straightforward. Come on. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Sam, do the thing better. I'm sorry. I'm not Sam. good with it. Three advantages, one failure. Three, so th- but but three advantages. Yes. So if you want to, I mean, you can knock him prone. You can, uh, you know. May I? I mean, that'll be like he has to hit the deck to avoid it type yeah. thing. Can we pull these pegs down in front of the whole school? <laughs> So we'll say that your I, shot goes a bit high and he has to drop down to the ground mm-hmm. to... Could I possibly suggest an alternative to the um, to the prone? Okay. Only because I think I'm up next and that gives me a penalty for range. <sighs> oh, yes, okay. of course. Um, you could pin him down with fire. Okay. That's giving me an advantage to um, add to my... May I do though. that? You sure can. So Fantastic. we'll say that... Okay, so basically the way it works is you... You, you fire off a couple of shots, okay, and they get, they, they sort of, they fly past your shot, he has, to, he has to duck down a little bit, and then he has to sort of scramble, but he kind of almost scrambles to his feet, but he's off yeah. balance, and he's not being able to dodge or weave or anything like that, so yeah. he's all nicely set up for you to take a shot. All right, Go I'm going to flip the last destiny if everyone's cool with that. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> That's happened. All right, I'm still, I'm rocking two purple for this, if memory serves. You are. Yep. All right. Just for range, you mean? Yeah, that makes sense. And I'm rolling a black, and I'm rolling a blue. What? Just one blue. What's the black for? The black is the dust in my eyes. Sorry. Yes. Thank you for reminding me. Perfect. Thank you. And a blue. Yes. Three advantages is the best that it uh, comes up with. <laughs> what? Do you know how many times? Actually, sorry. Uh, could you say that I had aimed previously as well? Yeah, you didn't move. Of course you could. Yeah. Tom, you need better dice. So it's okay. That's, that's fine. I'm just. No, it's, it's fine. It's remarkable how many times you've all got zero successes but three advantages. So yeah, yeah listen, it's up to you, Ben. You can spend those advantages however you like. I think it's reasonable to say at this point that this guy is pinned. Like he's got blast of fire coming from the ground, from yeah. the roof. So at this point, think of them as kind of warning shots. As you know, give up now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's right. The pretty- universe is dedicated to making us as non-lethal as possible. Oh, that is really great. Okay, and whom, uh, who is who is left? It's just I think him. It's everyone. That's him. Okay, then. In in which case, uh, so I think I think actually that's a good that's a good use of things right now. So I'm going to say that he mm-hmm. is actually going to just go to cheese it. He's just going to go to run away. Yep. Um, so he has his gun in his hand. He scrambles to his feet. He basically ducks into a side alleyway and he's gone. Runs down uh, away. You can already hear the pitter patter of security forces approaching. So do you all want to make yourself scarce and just pop, yes. get back in the cantina? Mm-hmm. Are, you right. the, are you taking the rifle on you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll uh, stash it unconvincingly under my jacket. Does the Rodian, the stunned Rodian, have like a some sort of case for it? Yes. I'll put it in the case. Well, well it's it's more of a uh, sling. Like a sling. Yeah. When we say the Rodian is stunned, does that mean it is unconscious? Yes. Great. Just, you know, really happy for no one else to know my face and be after me. Yeah. Uh, that leads to the fun, though. You know, you got to leave enemies behind. I'm going to get up in his business and check his pockets and <laughs> pouches. He has a letter from his mother. Oh. Uh, wishing him luck on his first bounty. Does, oh, is, my God. Is, no, I'm sorry. Rodian culture yeah, is like a bounty hunting culture. So he, he, yeah. he legitimately has a small little data message from his mum. Wishing him luck on his first bounty. Is there a photo of his mum attached? There is. All right, then. What you Going to lock her up later. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I'll, I'll say that there's also a... He, he has a stim pack. Why not? Maybe I'll just take the letter and just, like, leave a, leave a, leave a, leave a note at the bottom of the letter and just be like, your mum seems nice. <laughs> okay, so you... Just an implicit threat. Implicit that threat. I have no ability to follow through on, but they don't know that. Yeah. So you take that. I mean, here's a vibrant knife, I guess, if you want to loot the corpse completely or loot, loot the unconscious body yes the unconscious um, well yeah if for no other reason then it's going to make it harder for them to get vengeance yeah he has a light blaster mm-hmm. pistol a vibro knife you take that you take his yeah. his, his rifle and with that you, you scarper you, yeah. you run down through the alleyway you can already hear the alarms coming from these there's, like, there's two speeders there's two security mm-hmm. speeders that are kind of going up the street but you know what they're, they're probably just going to let this all go if, if all the combatants have left yeah it sounds um, like it sounds like quick draw affairs are sanctioned exactly so so, but, but not wanting to draw attention to yourself or importantly yeah. you scamper into the cantina and you can see that Vandy is sitting up on the bar asking the bartender to hurry up and give him the three bottles of <laughs> very very intense looking spirits that he mm-hmm. has requested and he turns to you and says thanks to the room 
Yeah. <laughs> and that is where we will leave it for now, with you all scarpering up to the room to hide out with copious amounts of liquor after your harrowing experience, uh, Vandy especially's harrowing experience on the town. We freeze frame on us cheesing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, credits roll. Mm. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Thank you so much for playing. And scene. Thanks for listening to Shared Sagas. All music on the show is used under Creative Commons. Check the episode notes for full details.